Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Market View on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero, joined as usual by JP Ong, finance presenter. Okay, so the Straits Times Index today actually crossed that psychological barrier of 3,200 before lunch. Mm-hmm. And across the region, it all seems like it's a sea of green. Is that still the case now that we're back from lunch? Yeah, let's call it a river of green. I wouldn't say it's like a, it's like a massive expanse or a massive body of water, but it's enough to uh, at least uh, instill confidence in some investors who are hoping for some gains. Um, uh, let's see, the Straits Times Index today is looking like the strongest of them all. So um, let's start at home. Um, 1.4% up now. And as you said, breaching 3,200. 3,220 is where we're resting. That's a 45-point gain. And uh, take a look at value turnover today, and it's Pretty strong, seven hundred eighty-nine million Singapore dollars in total trades changing hands. So that's very busy trading. Very busy morning for the yeah. traders, right? And also more gainers than losers. I'll just run through the tail of the tape here: 255 in the green against one hundred and eight, which are in the red. One and a half percent up. Let's just call it. Let's just round it up, right? One and a half percent up for the STI today, and yes, e- easily the best performer in the region. I think you compare it to the Nikkei two two five, which was up by half a percent. The Kospi up by about point. 7%. Hang Seng up by about 245 points. That's 0.9% in the green. And uh, Shanghai and Sh- Shanghai up by 0.4%. The Shenzhen Bourse also trading about uh, 93 points higher. And you've got the ASX 200 up by half a percent. So again, as you mentioned, good gains everywhere. But mm. I think the, the what do you know, right? The, the most confident of these major markets at the moment is the, thing, is, is the STI here. And a lot, of, uh, a lot of gainers also, when you look across the uh, STI, pretty much all of the components also strong and solidly in the green. This despite uh, still some worries about the novel coronavirus. I think the new narrative, at least for many investors, is they're watching the rate of spread. It was reported that China's new coronavirus epidemic saw about uh, 97 more deaths, but that's lower than what they reported the other yep. day. Yep. And they've also said that the new number of cases coming out of Hubei province has dropped once again, or the new number of cases. So everyone's watching for this because if, if there are signs that uh, there's a continued decline in new cases coming out of Hubei province, perhaps we're seeing the spread or this virus already starting to peak. And that will give folks at least a little bit more confidence because honestly, I mean, this has been a very tense last couple of weeks for many people who are, might be walking around, even for those who aren't, who don't have the disease, maybe they're walking around worried that maybe they do. Uh, so I think any signs of a possible peaking in the spread of COVID-19, as we call it now, mm-hmm. right? I think that's the, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take any, any reason or any pocket where we, can, where we can breathe and try to calm and try to simmer down because honestly, it does have a couple of folks on tenterhooks. I would imagine that there are a couple of folks on tenterhooks, as you refer to it, in the uh, financial district mm. because there were some confirmed cases coming out of buildings there. Out of the Marina Bay Financial Center, right? And, and I think Clifford uh, Center. And Clifford Center as well. Um, so I think, uh, uh, again, it, 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 you, you, we have to watch how a lot of these uh, industries are going to be reacting to this also. DBS, which is reporting their earnings tomorrow, they are the the anchor tenant or the main tenant at Marina Bay Financial Center Tower mm-hmm. 3. And a lot of the analysts was reported the other day, um, they're expecting good earnings from the banks for the fourth quarter of last year, but that's not the focus. Everyone's going to be asking them, well, how has the closure of some of these branches, how has the slowdown in some of these industries started to affect uh, your prognosis or your outlook moving forward? 
forward. Because if we start to see this drag on economic growth, it's going to drag on the demand for loans. It's going to drag on the demand for financing, which could impact the folks at DBS, UOB, and OCBC also. So at the moment, everyone's saying, look, we know you did. We know the odds of you guys doing well in the last three months of last year is actually pretty high. Mm-hmm. I believe the estimates at the moment for DBS, they're expecting 15% growth in net income. But that's not what everyone's focusing on. They're focusing on this. And I'm sure there'll be, there will be questions asked about, well, are you worried about those cases that were detected out in the financial center? And the same questions will probably, you know, UOB and OCBC will run through the gamut as well of those questions when they release their earnings sometime next Friday. So again, a lot. They're going to be busy. For sure. Well, that's where, that's where the uh, business continuity plans go into place in full swing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I would worry also about these two new cases that were confirmed. One of the two new cases was a 39-year-old Bangladeshi worker who had worked at the Salitur Aerospace Heights. And another one, a 35-year-old Singaporean permanent resident who works at Resorts World Sentosa. Neither had been to China recently, but both had been had caught cases. But these are two new cases here in Singapore that we'll have to monitor also. You know, I, I did send you also... Just as we were about to start, a very yes, interesting that outlook from. Piece. Yes, well, it's uh, that's what my my friend called it, and he, he's not off off actually there. In fact, it's the South China Morning Post taking a look at why Singapore might have more cases than Hong Kong even until now, and and the key takeaway, at least for that they highlighted, was. Singapore might have more COVID nineteen cases at the moment because they are looking hard for them. But the uh, the uh, argument they're po- positing for it is that perhaps Singaporeans trust the government more that they will to to reveal themselves. It could also be because we have gone nonstop in telling people to stay indoors, monitor your temperatures, and I think it's also raised the concern the into the consciousness of people, but also, well, okay, there's a little bit of anxiety with it as well, right? But nonetheless, everyone's more conscious about it. And I think it also said, I think you're also seeing folks here trusting the government more that they want to at least uh, make sure that they're safe and saying that, okay, we, I think we're more comfortable at least revealing that we could be a candidate or we suspect we're a candidate, what should we do? Well, this harkens back to that Bloomberg article that I mentioned yesterday. Yes, you did. Where, you know, Singapore does deserve praise because of the messaging from the government and how quickly they've come to us as citizens and, and people living here with the updates and what to do and the messages of not panicking and, and the national stockpiles, etc. There's always going to be people who question that. Like my grab or, driver the other day. Or you're like your grab driver the other day or, you know, you know, doubt it. But the reality is yesterday I said I couldn't find spam. Today I have my spam. Oh, look, and that's why you're in so much better mood. Is Absolutely. That, is that why pink is the color now? <laughs> Just for this Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Small victories. There you, know, you are. Small. And we definitely could use them in these times, right? Absolutely. Although, you know, if you need a small victory and a little boost to your overall <laughs> sense of well-being, just turn to the markets because it seems to be all green. And I think it's uh, because of that narrative. I think it's because folks are f- latching on to the rate of the spread. We've had some investors uh, now who have said, who have started to chime in about uh, the uh, panic or the worries. I don't want to use the word panic. Let me take that back. The concerns over the economic impact, market impact of the novel coronavirus as being exaggerated. Among them, Ray Dalio, who's the founder of the world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater Associates, he actually said that before, instead of focusing on some of these some of these um, events, you should probably focus again on, the go- on some of the more long-term shapers and drivers of the market, such as wealth and income inequality, the environment, and also earnings, So and also the rise of China. He 
says these are the things that are going to be ever-present, whether they're good or bad. They're going to be the ever-present shapers of market sentiment. And he, in, he, he himself is being a li- quite brave, actually, in the face of the possible impact. Then again, he is speaking from, uh, from the point of view of Wall Street. And so far, we have seen more cases hit the United States, but a lot of folks in the U.S. are still, uh, are still saying we're going to wait and see and see if it's a nibble or a bite out of the U.S. economy eventually, because we're really going to feel the effects down the road or a couple of months from now. And back home here in Singapore, you know, I think all of us are turning our eyes to the budget, which will be announced next week. Yes. And we all expect, I think, the government to announce stimulus packages and, well, let's just call them care packages yes. for ah. businesses and individuals if the need arises, which I also think has put... Um, a little bit of the concerns and worries that market might have had moving forward to rest a little bit, mm-hmm. which is why we're green today and crossing the threshold of 3,200. Yes, I mean, I won't speak for the Singapore government since I don't work there, but uh, yeah, that is going to be, I might even say, what, top three of the things people are going to be looking out for to see if there's any uh, new stimulus or contingency packages being rolled out to support sure. a possible slowdown. I mean, you name it, uh, manufacturing, tourism, retail. Now they're worried about the banks also being impacted by this. People are going to be looking for, uh, for a, a plan. Uh, media as well, yes. I mean, we do. We are in the field quite a bit, right? Absolutely. Um, airlines. There, there are a lot of industries that might feel the burn should, should the spread start to really intensify or if it's going to really pose a bigger than expected economic impact. And or luckily, we're in it for longer than we hope. Right. And luckily, I, I wouldn't say luckily, but uh, I, one thing that perhaps is a plus for Singapore is a number of analysts and economists have pointed out that over the last couple of years, Singapore has managed a good number of uh, years and years of surpluses. Mm-hmm. So they've got some firepower to throw at this. They've got something and they've got a lot more room than, say, the ECB does to, to, throw at, uh, to throw at some of the problems out in Europe. But how they're going to deploy it and if they're going to deploy it, how quickly they're going to do that, I think some, some of the big questions that will come up when we see the budget and the details of the budget next Tuesday. And all of us will have our eyes on it. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Money FM 89.3 will have coverage on it and we'll have conversations about it post-budget to try to uh, pass through the information and make sense of it all. Right, yes. yes. So you know where you need to stay. You need to stay with Singapore's most influential radio station. Uh Uh-huh, that's correct. All right, so let's take a quick look at markets. Since we started this conversation, are we still... In the green, and who are the top gainers for today? Okay, so let's take uh, let's just see some of the notable gainers today. How about this OCBC up by about two percent? City developments has been very strong, and uh, and more than one occasion in this uh, very young new year have uh, have have posed, have been among the top gainers on the STI. So you've got city developments up by about three and a half percent today, eleven dollars and twenty three cents a share. Yangtzechang Shipbuilding also trading about two and a half percent higher. Wilmar International trading two point two percent in the green. Sats also trading two and a half percent higher. We've talked about Sats being one of those. Uh, companies at risk because at risk of possible slowdown because the novel coronavirus is impacting the demand for air travel and and passenger traffic to and from Singapore and this could impact not just airlines but also those who provide ground handling and catering such as sats just down the line you've got uh, Jardine uh, Cyclone Carriage up by one and a half percent and Thai Beverage also trading two percent higher I want to bring this up also because Thai Beverage is also not taking any chances they were supposed to hold an annual information meeting sometime on February 
28th. It's a shareholder meeting, but they have decided that because of the outbreak of this uh, coronavirus, they have they have decided to cancel the shareholder meeting, which was supposed to take place at the Intercontinental Hotel in Middle Road. And uh, they said they've decided to adopt this prudent approach of postponing it to a later date for the safety of all attendees. So look, there might be a little bit more hope in the markets at the moment. Mm-hmm. Nobody is taking any chances, and I don't fault many of these companies for adopting a very conservative approach when it comes to postponing or moving back some of these meetings, which honestly can also be done online or, virtu- or, or, or in virtual rooms if they want to, or via Hangout, right? If they would like to. But uh, yeah, not faulting Thai Beverage for the decision here. It seems like a prudent call. Okay, Jardine Cycling Carriage, you said, was up a little bit, but they got some bad news today. So does that mean that uh, the bad news... Didn't really affect their prices. I don't think it has really up up one point seven percent. But the bad news is that they've uh, they've they've hit a snag or a roadblock with their bid to privatize their Malaysian arm. So Jardine Cycle and Carriage has uh, the has a unit listed on the Bursa Malaysia in Kuala Lumpur mm-hmm. Cycle and Carriage Bintang, and they were they did lodge a bid to take it private for about 91, almost 91 million ringgit, I'm rounding up here, or about 30 million Singapore dollars, or two, two ringgit and 20 cents a share. And apparently this has been uh, stymied at a shareholder vote, which was just held yesterday. And uh, Jardine Cycle and Carriage has now confirmed that the exercise will not proceed because a special resolution did not pass the vote of some of their shareholders out in Kuala Lumpur. So it was voted down by investors, which ho- by some of the retail, uh, smaller investors who hold 13.2% of all disinterested shares. Um, they're not going to move forward with it. But, you know, if uh, the bid to privatize it has been thwarted, perhaps it's just a question of returning to business as usual. And uh, and uh, and uh, business as usual. It's not really impacting their share price today, up by about one point seven percent, as you mentioned. Cycle and carriage at twenty nine dollars and thirty eight cents a piece. All right, I'm sure you're going to keep your eye on that for the rest Absolutely. of the day and its movements. This has been Market View on Workday Afternoon. I'm Clarissa Montero. He is JP Ong, our finance presenter, who will be back on prime time to give you the very latest news and movements on the market. On his market's view, this is Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.